0: Think about a new year. um, It's it's just that it's just the turn of a page. But I do appreciate what Tori said because I view it like he does. It's an opportunity for us to uh, to think back and to look forward, And, and both of those things. And and here's the thing: I want to grow spiritually in 2021. And as your pastor, as your friend, someone who loves you, I want you to spiritually grow in 2021 just as i wanted you to spiritually grow in 2020 you know our mission our passion our purpose if you've been around any time it is to know christ and it is to make him known that that's the goal we had in 2020 that's the goal we will have in 2021 that's the goal we'll have in 2022 and as we continue to move forward we want to know christ we want to make him known known lately we've been considering uh, Galatians chapter 5 if you've been around this year we've gone through most of the book of Galatians but we've been parked over the last couple of months on the fruit of the spirit and what are the fruit of the spirit about they're about growth they're about us cultivating not us ourselves but the spirit of Christ producing in us love and joy, and peace, and patience, and all of that fruit, that, that is growth. When we grow in our love, we're growing spiritually. We're becoming more like Christ. And that really is the objective. I want you to look with me to just two passages we get moving this morning. Let's go to 2 Peter chapter three to begin. 2 Peter chapter three and verse 18. This last fall, in our uh, Wednesday night, time together, prayer time, Bible study time, we, we just methodically worked through Second Peter. Uh, we spent some, had some great evenings of discussion just considering the truths of, of this particular letter, but I want to look at the very last verse. Second Peter three, verse 18. Uh, consider this: Peter knows, we already know from the context of this letter, this is probably going to be his last letter. He knows the end is near for him. He sees the writing on the wall. Things aren't going well for him, for the churches. And so the last thing that he writes, his final word is verse 18. And here's what it says. But grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. Peter's final instruction, grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. Grow in that. Grow in the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Go back with me to Paul's letter to the Romans. Romans chapter number 8. A familiar passage to many. We quote it here often. Romans 8. We're going to look at verse 28 and 29. Romans 8, 28 says this, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to His purpose, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son in order that he, that is, his Son, Jesus, might be the firstborn among many brothers. There's a lot in these verses that we could talk about. There's that whole angle of Knowing that whatever you faced last year, whatever you'll face this year, God intends that for your good. But what is that good? Because here's here's where we struggle with these verses because we have a definition of good and then God has a definition of good. And my definition of good is, you know, I get to do whatever I want to do. And that makes me happy. And that seems good to me. But according to these verses, particularly verse 29, what is the good that God has in mind? The good is that through these varying circumstances of life, he is conforming you, he is molding you into the image of Jesus. He is growing your love, he is growing your faithfulness, he is growing you in self-control. That's the goal, that's our goal. As we live this life, as we desire to follow Christ, be disciples of him, what is the ultimate objective? It is to be conformed to the image of Christ. It is to be like him. And there there could be some debate that could be thrown up and say, well, I think evangelism is the goal. And that is a lofty goal. We want to share Christ with others. But here's the reality. If I am growing spiritually, if I am being conformed to the image of Christ, evangelism will be a, a, a natural thing that outflows from my life. Because if I'm like Jesus, I'm gonna share hope with other people. I'm gonna love other people. I'm gonna be faithful to share the good news with other people. So I want you to grow this year. How do we do that? and that's what today is about we were going to cover this stuff last week but i felt last week we needed a little bit of an audible uh there was a lot of things going on and so uh, we covered uh what it means to draw near last week and so this week we're going to pick up and we're going to talk about some tools that are available to you that can help you grow not just in 2021 they could have helped you grow in 2020 they can help you grow anytime but particularly as we're here on the precipice of a new year, what are those things? And it all comes back to two things, and we we emphasize this often. It's prayer, and it's the word of God. Growing in Christ is not complex. It comes down to prayer, that is to engage the spirit, that, that power to grow and change, and the word of God, that is the truth that we need, applied And so we come to these things and many of these things that I'm going to mention we're going to walk through. I've just narrowed it down to 10 today that we're going to consider are things that I have talked about in the past. But I kind of wanted a show and tell moment. Because I know sometimes I can talk about something and that doesn't mean you actually leave and go investigate yourself. And so I want to show you a few things today Uh, that you may find helpful you may be able to incorporate into your life and we're going to begin with one that we did talk about last week and that's this scripture scripture plans and reading we need to bring and immerse ourselves into the word of God we talk about this every year and why do you suppose that is Because Peter nails it again in his first letter when he says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that they may grow thereby. Just like a baby has to have milk, nutrients to grow and develop, we have to have the word of God to grow and develop. It's a necessity in our lives. We have to have scripture. Without a plan, we tend to wander aimlessly. Uh, Many of you, our moms have raised babies. There's a plan in feeding them, right? There's structure in that. You don't just say, well, let's just give them some carrots. Let's throw throw a steak on there. Let's feed the baby that. No, there's a plan and there's structure because you know what that baby needs in those stages of development. We've learned that. And that's true for us as well. We need plans. And so over here, many of you have been perusing this. We've had this over here for a couple of weeks. We have multiple plans that are laid out. Opportunities for you. Some, some of you want to read through the entire Bible this year. There's plans that you can do that. Uh, some of you already have plans. That's fantastic. But I will tell you, uh, there's one plan over here called the 5 by 5 by 5 plan. And that's the one that you're going to find in your bulletin. That's the one that's going to be presented on social media. And if you follow that plan, you will read through the entirety of the New Testament this year. It requires about five minutes, five days a week of reading that will enable you to move through the entirety of the New Testament this year. It's a great resource. That's what we're going to have in our bulletin. I'm going to do that one. In addition, I've got another thing that I'm going to be working on that's over here as well called the Read Scripture Plan. Uh, you, can, you can peruse these. If, if you have access, and many of you already use U Version on your phones, uh, that enables you a whole world of plans. They have so many, many of these if you want it in a digital format. These are just some of the tools that we have. And I appreciate what Tori said. Because one of the points that I wanted to make along this is find accountability in this. Pick a plan and then find accountability. Find somebody to say, hey, here's what I'm going to do. They can say, well, here's what I'm going to do. If you're doing the great, same thing, great. But somebody that you can encourage, somebody that you can check up on, somebody that can check up on you as you consider Scripture this year. To help you gain deeper understanding, there's a resource that we've utilized uh, time and time again around here, and that is the second thing that I want to mention today. That's the Bible Project videos. Uh, These are great resources that are free online. As you come to a new book in the Bible, if you're reading through Mark right now with us, they'll give you a a, a five to ten minute summary video that helps you see the structure of that book. That letter, whatever it is you're reading, and it it's acts as a table of contents, so you're not really reading aimlessly. You go into it and you know, okay, here's where a transition happens. Here's the way uh, Peter is writing this and why he's writing this particular thing into the structure. And it's a very helpful tool uh, for you to utilize. At some point, uh, we may encourage and look at some of those during a Sunday morning service as we come to pivotal points in our own scripture reading time. Uh, one of the other things that I have uh, enjoyed myself this year, and I'm going to get back to my phone because I want you to, uh, to see this, is the Dwell Bible app. So the Dwell Bible app has all sorts of different voices, music you can add in, so for some of you have used this. This was a tool that we were able to offer free at the beginning of the quarantine, back through the spring into the summer. Um, you can set up playlists. I'll just, I want to share with you one of my favorite particular playlist because they'll just put and string some verses together. This one's called A Peaceful Night, and so as I'm going to sleep sometimes, if it's been a rough day, I'll just put this on. You can put it on repeat. Uh, You can put it on sleep mode, so it'll play for so long and then go to sleep like you would your radio, but it's just a a, a new... uh, New way to immerse yourself in Scripture. Sorry you can't see it. I don't know what the deal is with that. It worked fine 20 minutes ago. But um, it's a great opportunity. Uh, if you find yourself driving distances, if you find yourself uh, just uh, enjoying some, some quiet time, just turn it on. Uh, listen to Scripture immerse yourself in God's word um, it is an incredible tool it does come with a bit of a fee it's about $30 for a year subscription uh, but uh, well worth it uh, for those, those times that you can just engage in God's word uh, it's a helpful memory tool as well and so uh, dwell Bible app is something I would challenge you uh, maybe if I can get this working at some other point I will show you again uh, but uh, apologize for that fourth thing right now media Now, we still have this. This is something that we have uh, subscribed to as a church. Some of you have utilized this, and I would like to hear from those of you, not right now, but those of you who have utilized this and found this beneficial, uh, if, if you have it, go back and check it out because... I don't know how long we'll continue to utilize this particular tool, but if you find it beneficial, if you find it helping you grow in Christ, then please let let me know. Let let our leadership know so that we know this is worth the investment for us. But it's filled with different teaching series, different devotional opportunities, all sorts of things uh, that can help you in your spiritual walk. Number five. And this is another one that I I wish I had the opportunity to show you. Uh, It is the New City Catechism. And this is something new that we're doing this year. We've mentioned this. We have a book over here uh, for each of you. Uh, Each family has the opportunity to get this particular book. Um, They also have an app that is uh, everything that is in the book and a little bit more. But this is 52 questions and answers for our hearts and minds. There's 52 weeks in a year. It's designed that every week uh, we're going to consider one of these questions. Uh, the goal is to, to put it to memory, to put the answer to memory so that we're continuing to deepen our faith, our understanding. So this is week one. The first question, and, and actually, Nathan, I've got this on the screen if you don't want to mind to put it up there. The first question is, what is our only hope in life and death? And you can see that on the first page. And then it gives you the answer. And the answer is that we are not our own, but belong body and soul, both in life and death, to God and to our Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, included in that, there's a passage of Scripture for this to support Romans 14 that says, For none of us lives to himself, none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. Just provide you an opportunity, your family an opportunity every week to consider these truths, to talk about these truths, to deepen your understanding of who we are, of who God is. And again, the app has all of these things as well, so it's easy to pull up. It has additionally a couple of other things. Uh, It has a little button at the bottom that you can push that will pull up some commentary over that particular question where you can just see a little bit broader understanding and a prayer as well that can be prayed. And as I mentioned, I think last week when I mentioned this, uh, there is a a kids devotional that goes along with this. And so you can order that and uh, utilize that in your home uh, with your kids. And so every week, every week when we come together, we're going to go over our question. We're going to review last week's. Uh, we're going we're to go over the next week's. And we're going to consider these things together week in and week out as we move through this particular year. And so New City Catechism is a new thing for us. Uh, But I am excited about the opportunities it's going to give us. Uh, Number six, our resource center. Some of you have never walked through this door because it scares you for some reason. But back here, again, I had some cool pictures I was going to show you. Um, Back here is uh, a lot of books that we have collected over the years. We've spent a lot of time. We've spent a lot of money uh, putting together an incredible library of resources that will help you with your walk with Christ. And uh, so you can, you can utilize any of these things. They're free for you to check out. They're free for you to consider. Uh, some of you have, have done that in the past. I pulled just a few out just at random because I thought, let me just share with you a few of these things. Some of them get very pointed. Uh, this is a book called A Fruitful Life by Jerry Bridges. We're using a lot of the resource from this as we're talking about the, the fruit of the Spirit right now. So if that's something you say, I want to dig deeper into those things, this is a great resource for you. Um, here's, a, here's one that I found helpful a few years ago for myself and need to reread 12 ways. Your phone is changing you. How many of you have had that conversation with yourself or somebody else? I spend way too much time on this thing. Uh, this is a great resource that's specific, gospel-centered, scriptural, that helps you think through the use of the phone. Practicing hospitality. Some of you know that's an area where I need to grow. I need to be more hospitable to people. Here's a great resource. It's right behind that door that you can check out to grow in that area. Trusting God is a book that we've given out many times. Uh, For those of you who have gone through different trials in your life, again, by Jerry Bridges, helpful to see the goodness and the sovereignty of God in our circumstances in life. And then here's a good one for really the beginning of the year, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life by Donald Whitney, just helping you understand what, what the discipline of scripture, the discipline of, of church service, the discipline of prayer, all of those things as they will help you grow in your life walk with Jesus and so I encourage you um, and maybe maybe it's of providence that this this didn't work so now you can just meander into that room and take a look at what resources we have available uh, to you and if you ever find yourself um, in a particular situation you're like "I, I wonder if there's something specific there shoot me a text, shoot me an email. I may be able to help point you towards some resources that we have or, or we can make available to you. So I encourage you this year, utilize these resources. Number seven, going deeper studies. Uh, we started these last year, and uh, with, with all of the shutdowns, everything tended to fall apart. And uh, what this is, is, is we're gonna have set Saturdays throughout this year where we're gonna spend... Uh, two, maybe four hours just digging into God's word and just spending time specifically going deeper on one particular subject. Sometimes that may connect with our catechism. I don't know exactly what that's gonna look like for us this year, but it'll be a Saturday where we just have time to come together and dig into Scripture. You can ask whatever questions you have. I can maybe give you answers to those questions. Probably not on some of them. Uh, but we're going to be reinstituting that. Our first one is going to be sometime in February. So I encourage you just uh, keep your eyes open for that. We'll mention that as we get a little bit closer to the month of February. Uh, one that I mentioned last week, our eighth one, is this, prayer meetings. If you've never participated in in these prayer meetings, then then you do not know how important and how encouraging they can actually be. And so right now, we we offer really three structured times. And it doesn't have to be um, a structured time. You can just set up your own prayer meeting. You can, after the service, just invite somebody, say, hey, let's go to the prayer room. I just need to pray with somebody. Uh, but, but what we have presently is men, every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock, we gather in here uh, for a time of prayer. And uh, it's more than a time of prayer. It's a time of encouragement. Me and Jason were able to just share some of the things that we've been struggling with lately this morning, pray for one another, be an encouragement to each other. Ladies, uh, Mitzi has opened her home. They've been doing this for the last year and a half, I think, two years maybe. Uh, on Thursdays, it's 1.30, and anybody's welcome to come and spend some time praying and uh, working through those things. And if that's something that, that you can't make because of work or something like that, uh, get, get with Mitzi. She'll add you to a little text group, and uh, you'll at least get texts and keep up to date with some of the things that they're praying for, and that would be an encouragement to you as well. Um, and then Wednesday nights... Uh, Beginning on January 13th, we're going to start back into our prayer Bible study times. Wednesday nights, we spend time praying. We spend time praying. When you look at the book of Acts, when you see those monumental things that God does through the early church, what always precedes it? The church gathered together to pray. The church is in the same room and they're crying out to Christ, crying out to the Father, we need help, we need wisdom. And and if we haven't come up with a better system, or model, the church must gather together for the purpose of prayer. Number nine, Thrive Student Ministries, Iwana Clubs, our kids' ministries that are going on downstairs right now, our young adult ministries. All of these are opportunities to grow. And I just want to encourage our our our, our parents, um, don't sell your students short. These are great opportunities for your kids, your students to learn more of God's word. To hear the gospel again and again from our different teachers from different perspectives and so I just want to challenge you get your kids plugged into these things thrive and I want to meet five o'clock every Sunday night except this Sunday night they'll kick back off after the break next week and so I challenge you get your kids involved in those things and here's number 10 this this right here and and I'm not just talking about this service I'm talking about the people that are gathered in the room right now the church the church provides you with immense opportunities to grow I want you to turn with me if you would to Ephesians chapter 4 Ephesians chapter 4. This will be the last scripture we look at today. Verse 11 is where we're going to start. It says, And he that is Jesus, who is the head of the church, right? And he gave apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, shepherds, and teachers for what purpose? Notice verse 12. He gave them to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood to the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. Recognize that same language from Romans that we're intended to be built up until we look like Christ. So that we are no longer children who are tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes, but rather We speak the truth in love. We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body is joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. What's Paul's point here? What's the point we're to take away? That we cannot grow into Christ-likeness as we're intended to without the body. We've said it many times, there's no, there's no Lone Ranger mentality in the New Testament. There's no Rambo Go it alone mentality in the New Testament. We're tied to the church. We're tied to the body. I need your gifts. I've got a lot of weaknesses. And some of you are strong in those areas where I'm weak. You need my gifts. We're meant to depend upon each other. I want to read to you a quote here from David White. He says, often we think that reaching spiritual maturity is our own responsibility. Well, Scripture teaches that we need the involvement of the entire body in order to become spiritually mature. Growth happens only when each part is working properly. Spiritual development requires the whole body of Christ. I want you to think back on 2020. Maybe even go further back if you'd like. Where has the body of Christ benefited you? Where has somebody, maybe it's an individual who's sitting in this room or not able to be here. Maybe it's something corporate, something bigger. Where has it benefited you? in your walk with Christ where has the body challenged and equipped you to grow i want to open it up i want i want to hear you i want i want others to hear you say well this is where the body has been an encouragement to me anybody want to have an opportunity faith go ahead Good, good. Yeah, John. Uh, just the real focus on the word, not just from up there, but like in any conversation. Like if I go talk to Jason or, or Jeremy, there's this focus on the word. Or with Josh, you know, it, it's throughout, just throughout. So for me, that's been a real, a real blessing, a real challenge. Good. And uh, something that I really appreciate. Amen good that's encouraging to me that uh both of those the word is being presented in in multiple ways yep toriana um just like the like guys it's been like, really awesome just being able to meet with like kids and I feel like we always have really good discussions and it's really uplifting to meet around um that sort of environment yeah good yeah they have deep discussions They try to derail Josh as much as they can and give him the deep theological questions. And yeah, I've heard some of them and I just run away. (laughs) I'll go downstairs. Yeah, good. How else has the body encouraged and benefited you? Yep, Heather. Good. It has thrilled my heart to see how sandy posted. Good. Awesome. What I hope you're hearing is, is as important as this is, the body coming together corporately so we can worship and be encouraged. Uh, this happens out there too. and it's meant to happen out there. This is an hour and a half we have together a week, but the church is 24 7, and we have to be engaged in each other's lives. And that's, that's what encouraged me as a pastor, because I, I, I hear these testimonies that that, that happens and that, that encourages my heart. What else? Anybody else? Yep, Jason. I love teaching the, the kids and just hearing their questions about faith, their answers and responses, and just that they are being taught in their families. Mm. And it's, it's just encouraging. That's awesome, yeah, good. I think that's been an encouraging ministry that we started almost two years ago is, is getting our kids engaged downstairs. And so, it's good. Anybody else? Okay. So as we, we begin this new year, here's just some tools. You didn't get to see them. You had to hear a little bit of it. But here's some tools that you can use to grow in the grace and knowledge of Christ, to be conformed to the image of Christ. And, uh, I just emphasize the last one one more time use this body use the body of Christ it's why he's given it it's why he's put these people in your life you may not like them very much but you know what they're strong where you're weak and you need them because he doesn't make a mistake when he puts together the body and so I just want to encourage you and challenge you set some goals Think through, what are some of these tools? I'm not saying you have to incorporate all 10, but what are some of these tools that I need to think a little more about, research a little so that I can grow in my walk with Jesus this year? And uh, next week, we're gonna dive right back in to our Fruit of the Spirit study. We're gonna be talking about everybody's favorite subject, patience. And uh, so get ready for that one. Would you bow with me? I wanna give you an opportunity to pray. Maybe it's a prayer of praise that you just want to offer the Father and just say thank you. Thank you for the tools that you've given. Thank you for the body that you've put in my life. Um, Maybe it's a, a prayer of commitment that you need to pray today. And just asking God for the grace to grow as you engage in God's word, as you involve yourself in the service of the church. Whatever you need to pray, I want to give you a couple of minutes here, an opportunity. Father, we thank you that you not only save us, but you sanctify us. That you don't just promise us an eternity in heaven, but you promise us victory and and love and joy and all of this fruit right now in the present. And you have equipped us with your spirit. You have equipped us with your word. And, and in our present day, so many tools that we can put in our tool belt that will help us to grow and develop and encourage our families and encourage the body. And so, God, thank you for that. In so many ways, we're, we're so much more spoiled than, than our, our brothers and sisters in past generations. But, God, I pray specifically for growth this year for myself and for my friends. Help us to to utilize the word and prayer in whatever forms so that we grow in Christ-likeness. And uh, that's your goal. You you want that for us. God, help us to desire that more than anything for ourselves and for the people we love. We thank you that we can come together and um, consider these things today. We look forward to engaging in your word in a deeper way next week and just considering patience and and what Scripture says about it and and why it's a struggle for us. And so we, we look forward to our time together. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.